I'm Elisa Mortensen, and this is Undo Redo. Let's take a look at all the things that happen in life that we would like to undo and have a chance to redo. Hey, everyone. Happy fall. It's the season of gratitude that is upon us right now. And I need to remind you that I've put together two free I'm calling them master classes, but they're kind of trainings, and it's going to be a great discussion. For this month of November, the value that I have put into these is pretty priceless because it has to do with the only thing you take with you when you leave this earth, and that is your relationships. We will discuss the methods that I've used that have worked every time, and I'll answer all your questions related to your specific situations during the time that we have together. And if you're not able to make it, get your questions to me early, like today or tomorrow before we go live on Monday, and I can address them on it and get you the replay. I based these two trainings on the two biggest topics that are coming up for most of your lives right now. The first one is empowering kids for their future decision-making on Monday, November 13th, which is in two days at noon. And the other one will be holiday spirit uh, with difficult family. So how do we maintain our holiday spirit? Some of us have anxiety already just thinking about it. So, and it's mostly focused on the family gathering parts and the parties and the things that people tend to do that uh, rob us of our holiday spirit while we're there. And we know to expect that. So, and that one's on Monday, November 20th at noon. So join me for either one of those and get on my social media to find the link on the platform. Lifecoachlisa.com is another place to find it. Now, I want to talk about mountain biking and hiking with my kids when they were younger, when they were growing up. There was a blend of so many extremes, okay? They'd love the downhill. It was nice and fun. Somebody would crash. Somebody would hit something. Somebody just went off the trail for no dang reason other than maybe they were not paying attention. And like there was lots of chaos happening. But without fail, they knew there was going to be uphill. I warned them of it. But without fail, every time there was uphill, they were out. They are done. I'm not going uphill. And so they'd get off their bike and stand there or refuse to ever go again because they their focus was on that little bit of uphill here and there. Not all the fun miles of downhill, mind you. There's some uphill and some downhill. Now, I didn't take these guys on like death bike rides. I really didn't. I picked the most calm, easy trails ever. They just really hated the grind of uphill. So this extreme way of thinking was they were either in or they were out and they were all over the place. They were in and then they were out and then they're like, I love this. And then they're like, I am never going again. And and it was just so extreme. And we all know someone or maybe we even care for someone or are in charge of someone who has an all or nothing mindset, right? They love someone and then they hate that same person the next minute. They can turn it on and they can turn it off. And for lots of people, this theory seems to work out well for them personally. There's no middle ground. It's simply, I must have it this way. And what they don't realize is it keeps them in a cage. It gives them like a sense of predictability. And having that certainty of it can show up in your mind as like happy because I know I'm certain right? Because it's predictable. And this kind of a mental construct with having two extremes that are so contrasting can be volatile, (laughs) to say the least, right? So how do you hold space for both? 
you know, when you vote, you're saying yes to one side and maybe no to the other, right? By not choosing one, you're choosing the other. And when you choose between two different color options, you get the one color and not the other. You love people until they give you reason to hate them because of their political stance that you find out, the choice of their hobbies, who else they hang out with, or you find out, which this one's a sad thing, I've had people find out that there's no social status in that person. And I've witnessed this, they won't even give you any attention after that because there's no gain in it for them. You know, they gain nothing by association with you. So if, if you're all out, or you're all in and you're all or nothing, you can turn it on, you can turn it off, and it doesn't seem to phase you a bit because you want your life compartmentalized like that. But if you're interested in evolving and you have the need to always be right, be on the right side of everything, do the right things, have the right ways, you'll need to be open and you'll need to open yourself to the possibility of being wrong sometimes. Patient and consistent people aren't found in these extremes because you believe that your side is right. You believe it so fiercely that it just means that those qualities are found. No, um, because you believe in your side, you're being right so fiercely. Fierce belief causes you to have the impatience and the opt-in, opt-out coming up in your life as often as you want them to be, you can opt in and you can opt out. Now, the qualities you're looking for in change with peace or with consistency, they are found in arriving at knowing both sides are needed. This is referred to as having a cognitive dissonance, if you've ever heard that before, which brings some tension, a resistance, and discomfort. And people of these extreme personalities do not like tension, resistance, or discomfort. They're kind of triggers for them. There's always been good and there's always been bad. So the qualities of patience and consistency are found in knowing both sides are needed, like to really have your belief be, you know, both extremes are necessary. There's always been good and bad. We use it to judge people's actions, what food we should and shouldn't be eating, what decisions the people we love and take care of make day in and day out. You are a good person, so that makes them bad or wrong if they're not doing it your way. Or they are doing it right, so you must be doing it wrong. And you can't have that. Our minds like to create solid categories and compartments. And we pile this stuff that makes sense into it. It's either black or it's white. It's reacting instead of responding. When we do this, we react to life instead of responding to life when we find ourselves trying to compartmentalize things. So if you're noticing this, the undo of this takes some time and practice, but most of all, it takes curiosity. So put that at the highest priority of yours. If you sound, if you notice your mind sounding like this, this day is horrible, or this started out awful. I guess this is just the way the day's going to go. 
or everything's all gone wrong and there's nothing I can do about it. I don't want anything to have to do with this. Well, I'll never talk to them again. I'm never going to do that again. It sounds like it's us being certain and it sounds like it's like us being decided, but it's actually indulging in the comfort of our faults knowing, you know, that person's a piece of work compared to that person is so solid. It's an all or nothing, right? We all have both truths inside of us, truly. We all suck and we're all great. And every single human who has ever lived has had both of these extremes. Now, are you able to give place to see both sides before you can decide? Or before you favor a side, are you willing to understand both ways? Maybe just don't be so bent on your ideas, your views, your opinions being the right way. It gives you permission to cut yourself a break when you just let go and be willing to be wrong. It's easier on yourself. It's easier on others. It's a more like we want the patience and the consistency. Then we lose the extreme. The extreme all or nothing shows up in actions as well. It shows up in diet, not diet, exercise, not exercise, get out there and be involved with people, stay home and be a hermit. It, it's a, it's like a struggle with ourselves. People make decisions and then they go back on them so quickly, but knowing that it's a more calm place to be with very consistent ebb and flow to find your middle ground or to find where you'd like to land and just kind of practice, just kind of play with it to allow for both sides being okay. Cause there are both sides. It is the balance and that's just the way that it is. You're learning your own balance as you go. And how do you know, unless you're kind of trying both ways or getting curious about the whole thing until you land on one. We are both right and wrong. We're all both good and bad. You'll find a lot more freedom in the both extremes being true at the same time. So if you can wrap your head around both extremes are true, that person both sucks and they're great. I both suck and I'm great. They both exist and they balance one another like the rain has to come in order for us to enjoy the sunshine. These extremes both support and prove each other necessary. That's the truth. And maybe you can see that the fluidity of life is trying to be forced by you into some solid form, which has got to be so exhausting, you guys, to try and take something that's fluid and make it take shape and to do it over and over and over again. It just doesn't work. It will be ineffective and it will drain you. We succeed and we fail. We both get it right and we get it wrong. And we allow others to do the same. We don't make people infallible in our minds, influencers or people we follow that have all the answers. I never want to be seen as infallible. But we also don't make people completely horrible with no good redeeming qualities ever. All right. We should both like and dislike things. Whether it's about people, uh, seasons, activities, we agree with some views and we agree with others. And they are maybe from the same source. Can you understand and see both sides? I promise it will be more useful for you to come to this place than remaining in the all or nothing extreme where you become very limited and very caged in. And it's by yourself. It's by your own mind. So don't do that to yourself. 
We don't have to be all or nothing in any of our decisions. Wouldn't it relax you to know that? Wouldn't it relax you to just be like, huh, maybe I'll be both. Maybe I can choose. It allows movement and adjustment to find kind of your own Goldilocks zone in life and in relationships and in who you care for and in allowing people their agency. It doesn't force you to be all in or all out. Without exploration and changing your mind growth and practicing some of it, you'll never know. Let's just not slam the door so impulsively with such a knee-jerk reaction and make decisions without arriving at understanding for the other side. All right? Question yourself. Question the opposing side. Find in your own mind authenticity without ever having to be told what's right or wrong or convince others what's good or bad. Ask yourself what you're missing. If they believe it so firmly that that is the way, like, what am I missing? You can change your mind and you can change your ideas at any time. You know this, right? Doesn't that just feel more relaxed? All right. I will be doing master classes and trainings. So follow me on social media, Life Coach Elisa and lifecoachalisa.com to see the upcoming trainings that I will be holding monthly bi-monthly, so every other week, and get on some of those classes. We're going to be having some great discussions for things that are coming up. So pay attention to the topics and get your emails in there so you can be notified. And I will send you the link. And if you can't join, I'll send you the replay. All right. Take care.